That's our little preview of our song of the evening. Our musical guest. Yes. I'm excited. I'm very excited. So obviously, we're so excited for we kazooing. Are. We are kazooing. And you know what? I think we have a reason to kazoo. Yeah. Because you know what, people? Get out your hands and then your feet and then somebody else's hands or feet because we're up to show 30. Yes, ma'am. We are. Um, I'm confused at which ones we're supposed to celebrate. Because oh. some people are like, 25th, woo! And other people are like, 30, woo! Well, and if you're I'm Disneyland, like, you just celebrate all of them. Well, yeah, it's like, it's our 73rd anniversary. Can you believe <laughs> it? We've made it to this. I don't know. That's not exciting. But yeah, like, I don't know which ones we're supposed to be excited about. I mean, I I'm excited. I think be excited about 30. Out of all of them. Yeah, I'm excited about 30. I am. Yeah, I think we've reached a certain maturity at this, at this point. We have. We're starting to settle down a little bit. We have. Get into our have. groove. Get into our groove, just like any other 30-year-old. Found our podcast mates. That makes no <laughs> sense. Been <laughs> a podcast mates. Like, it like well, on a life mate. Our podcast got married to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a marriage after its early twenties slutty period. Yeah, our podcast was like going out in the bars. Was like, hello, I don't know your name, but oh whoa, what? I know a lot Stick about it you. Yes, that's <laughs> that's funny. That was my pickup line in, in when I was in my twenties. Because <laughs> you're not anymore. No, I'm not. Speaking of which. Speaking of what? Speaking of woo woo. Speaking of which, my 25th birthday is coming up <gasps> shortly. Lordy. I don't know what you're I'm doing. You're youngin. You don't know what you're doing. Are we karaoke No, probably not. Okay, good. Because I, I don't karaoke. My... <gasps> they closed your karaoke place? My karaoke, yeah. I've actually never seen Annie karaoke, and I know that Annie is a big karaoke fan. Yeah. So I'm kind of upset that, that I might not see that. Yeah, well, because it was like the private room style place. And those places are usually really expensive, but this one that I had mm. was really cheap. So that was why I liked it so much, even though it was all the, the upholstery was cracked. And the and it was actually just an alleyway. <laughs> and like some guy with a garbage can be like, I just I tell you the words really softly in your ear right before you have to sing them. <laughs> well, they, they had like songbooks where you could like pick what songs you wanted. But it was like, they were like binders with like, you know, those like plastic those pages clear plastic things. that you like yeah. stick paper pages into. And like all the pages would always stick together. And you'd have to be like... <laughs> <laughs> like open up, up to like see a song it was like really gross was it like beer i have no idea what bodily mm. it was a byob place which is why it was cheap because most karaoke places most private room karaoke places is that it's like such and such per hour plus you know you have to buy drinks a certain number of drinks and like yeah. the drinks like totally screw you anyway oh that's your karaoke place closed and i've been warning even though it happened over a year ago my roller skating place yeah i actually had my roller skates on tonight i was on the phone with my grandmother for her birthday and she doesn't know <laughs> i was skating back and forth down my hallway while i was talking to her not that talking to my grandmother isn't that exciting on its own but everything's better on roller skates mm -hmm. which is my motto i'm actually planning on getting that tattoo as a bumper sticker <laughs> so it's gonna be like written in a rectangle on your ass Actually, I'm going to get a tattoo of it and then 
on my ass, of course, because there's no other place really you would want to get a tattoo that was a good slogan. And then I'll take a picture of the tattoo on my ass and then make, make that sticker. into a bumper sticker. So Absolutely. it'll be a, a bumper sticker of my ass. Good call. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's going to go somewhere. Good call. Because it's a bumper tattoo. Yeah. And then it's a bumper it's your stick. It's my bumper. <laughs> it's on your bumper. <laughs> Sorry, the kazoo is handy this evening. It might make another cameo. So we might do an exciting thing tonight while the show is going on that will not be exciting to you guys. So are you excited? Yeah. Woo! I um at the science convention I was at a few weeks ago. I made friends with the people at the booth across from me because I always make friends with people around me because. I'm there by myself, and if I don't make friends, I can't go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> it's, it's true. Luckily, I usually like the people around me. And I was a- across from these people that work for Pitsco. P-I-T-S-K-C-O. S-C-O. S-C-O. There's actually a piano symbol right between the other letters. Did you ever have one of those little pianos? They weren't even really like pianos. They were like... They were like... <laughs> Colleen's I'm nodding, nodding like a big weirdo. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like one of the. It's like uh, calculator size, like really thin, mm-hmm. and it didn't have like piano keys, but it had like little buttons. Numbers? Into, like A, B, C. It might, might have been numbers. Oh. I don't know, I, but you I, pressed I, it. It was like ding, 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 ding and ding, they had like <laughs> it was like the cheesiest electronic noise ever. And, like hot cross buns, they would have it and be like A A B B C C. That's where I had a little lamb. Mary had a hot cross bun. <laughs> but uh, back to my Pitsco people. Uh, oh, yes. They they gave me a catapult when I left, which is one of the more awesome going away gifts I've ever gotten. Indeed, I've never gotten a catapult from anybody. I made one once, but ooh, it was pretty so. cool. And it's like a little do-it-yourself jobby. They also gave me some frisbees, but those those you don't have to put together. And it just it's it's just a giant sheet of wood with little cutouts everywhere. So I'm going to put this together. <laughs> so Colleen is silent for like the second half of the show. It's because she's busy playing. I'm busy. Toy. If you hear my tongue hanging out. Speaking of which, just so you people know. I third don't update. You, third update. Leave it hanging on a cliff with nobody but Sylvester Stallone to save you because we know how that movie starts. It started with me vomiting. You. That's a different story. Anyway. You tell your story and I'll tell mine. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I got my I got my tooth in. Woo! I got me a gold tooth, me and Colleen. Word! We're doing our symbol that you can't learn unless you're from Brooklyn, so you can't see it, but yeah. we're doing it. It's the gold the tooth. Symbol. Yeah, the gold tooth symbol. Yeah. That's awesome. Does it feel, does it feel, do you feel like you got a blinging mouth? Well, when I, well, it doesn't feel a little bit... <laughs> That sounded really weird. Well, 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 well. Well, 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 well. You just did like a, what was it? <laughs> that cartoon character. Um, I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> but if I was doing that voice of that cartoon character. The giant rooster guy. And I say, so and I, I say, say, I say, I say. I say, I say, I say. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> yes. You like my, my foghorn leghorn. Yeah. I've got foghorn leghorn arms going on. I look like I'm milking a large cow. You do. Yeah. Anyway. It doesn't feel like I have blinging going on in my mouth. Mm. It just kind of feels... I mean, when I lick it, it's a little smoother than the rest of my teeth. Huh. But it feels pretty much like a tooth. The only thing is, it's very sensitive to cold. That'll so get far. better. Yeah. That'll get better. That's good. Mine used to be very sensitive to gummy bears. Because mm. the sugar was like... Aah! Yeah, chewing chewy things is not yeah, good yet. Yeah, kind of killer. I was trying to chew... I was eating a, a sandwich that's made on, like, a baguette today, which is very crusty bread. Mm. Had to chew on the other side of my mouth. Aren't we posh? You're eating baguettes mm-hmm. now? It was from Pret-a-Manger. Ugh. 
Het had brie en tomato en bezel aan het. Tomato. 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 We're gonna we're gonna talk. Our musical guest tonight is a, a man who drives a tomato. That's right. It's actually true. Uh, Jason, what a great segue. Jason Webley is uh, our musical guest tonight, and he is a fantastic accordion xylophone player. And he tomato plays, driver. And tomato driver. He had a, a a Toyota that he made into a tomato. He took off the letters. I wish everybody could have seen Colleen's face when she said tomato just I now. actually looked like a, a tomato. 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 <laughs> so he, tomatoes for pupils. So he took off a lot of the letters until he could make it say tomato instead of toymoto. <laughs> toymoto. Toyota. And uh, he painted it red and he made like a dome on top so it actually looks like he's driving a tomato down the street. And I find that extremely entertaining so uh we should we should it's actually about time to play the first song do you want to play yes ma'am okay uh the first song the first song by jason webley is uh one of his actually most popular songs we thought we would play it for you even though it's really popular and you know we're so cool that we don't like really popular things yeah yeah we try to play like the more obscure stuff but this song but we want you to like it so and I really like, like leprosy, yeah. and the song sings about leprosy. And there's not enough um, songs about leprosy. I yeah. think I think people are uneducated because of the lack of musical edu- education. Education. Education about leprosy raining from the sky. Yeah, exactly. And pestilence inside of pears. Yes, and uh, flies around your stockings. Yeah, which you should really wash those, Amy. Yeah. I think I know. I'm sorry. You know, it, tomorrow night. Okay. okay. And uh, this song is called Dance While the Sky Crashes Down. The flowers by your bed are wilting. The sun is setting in the west. A fog is covering your eyes. Your stockings are attracting flies. Decay is nibbling at the boards on which you rest. There's someone waiting at your window. Familiar face without a name. One night you're creeping like the mist to touch your forehead with a kiss and lead you back into the void from whence we came. We've all begun to die. And don't know what to do. It hurts to pray to God When God is dying To take strength to lie When you start to drown And we dance while the sky crashes down Like that the earth begins to quiver And all the oceans turn to black a ship of maniacs with knives are playing blackjack with their lives to kill the time until the giant rats attack. It's raining leprosy and acid. The saints were taken out and shot. When someone proffers you a pair, you sink your teeth in unaware that just beneath the skin lies pestilence and rot. We've all begun to die and don't know what to do. Since it to pray to God when God is dying to take strength to lie when you start to drown and we dance while the sky crashes down (laughs) 
find its way back to the dust. A band of skeletons are playing. Don't act like you don't know the tune. Your part is echoed in the path of every deadly blow and passed against a counterpoint reflected off the moon. There is a banquet at the table. Exotic cheeses, wines, and cakes. And every one of us is damned until we start to understand that living is to gorge ourselves at our own wakes. We've all begun to die and don't know what to do. Since it hurts to pray to God when God is dying to take strength to laugh when you start to drown. We dance where the sky crashes down When the stakes are high Best to play the clown And we dance while the sky crashes down On the show. Wait, I never told my throw up story, but what are you saying? Nothing. <laughs> I was just seeing what it was like to talk to oh. the kazoo in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> so before I wasn't lying when I said that uh, Sylvester Stallone made you throw up. Made me throw up. Like many Americans. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm sure many other countries too yeah. have a, that, that. Like many phenomenal. earthlings. <laughs> but I was I was late for watching the movie Cliffhanger because a friend really wanted to go see it, so we wound up in the first row. And I don't know if anybody really remembers the opening of Cliffhanger, but it's like he's basically forget? it's a girl hanging on a cliff. Well, she's not on a cliff. It's like there's like she's a hanging on a rope. There's a big cliff and a big deep ravine, and there's like a little wire going from the cliff to like a helicopter. Wait a minute. Isn't that I right? know where I've seen you before. You <laughs> are the fan club president of the Cliffhanger Fan Club, aren't you? I knew I saw you on that website. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So wait, there's yeah, there's two wires. The, and yeah, there's like a wire. The girl going... from Northern Exposure is like in the middle, right? Is what I don't remember. I have no idea who it was. Oh but... yeah, right. You know her name and birthday and like favorite brand of June second, nineteen seventy four. She likes green tea. Earl Grey. <laughs> no, um. Anyway, so basically, her carabiner is faulty. Her what? Carabiner. Her little hook thing. Oh, I thought you meant she had, like, a guy from the Caribbean? No. <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry, I forgot to hook it. <laughs> He's half Mexican, <laughs> half Caribbean. He's yes. a carabiner. A carabiner. A carabiner. <laughs> or a carabiner. It was, like, the guy that carries the alcohol. Yeah, he had Coronas and Ducatis. I got it. Own. Oh, this is so offensive. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, no, a carabiner is actually... The little hook thing that you use for backpacking. It's like the little... Ah. So she has a faulty carabiner and it breaks. And so Sylvester, at the last second, catches her arm. And you think, oh, it's Sylvester Stallone. It's the beginning of the movie. Of course he's going to save her. He's totally going to save her. He always saves her. But he doesn't. He He drops her. He drops her. And then you see her be like, whoa. Background shots getting closer and further. And she gets small. And then they don't actually have a splat. 
Which I always think they should be like, in a moment like that, they should have a cartoon like, wah, 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 pop. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little puff of dust. Yeah. <laughs> a la Wiley e. Coyote. I was going to say, like, Wiley e. Coyote should have been like, falling at the same time and like, watched her fall down faster. <laughs> yeah. Put up a little sign that says, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> or like, giving her a sign as she fell. <laughs> Handed she her an anvil. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, if only we could remake this movie. That would be so much better. Great. Tell me your vom- vomit closet story. Oh. <laughs> It's not the vomit closet. Oh, sorry. That was that was from like our first show, I think, when I was talking about that great Lifetime movie. But uh, the vomit story was we got there really late and we had to sit in the first row. And the the beginning of the movie is like all, all these panning shots and like they're like, oh god, we're gonna fall, we're gonna fall. And they did that with the camera. Yeah. And I was sitting there in the first row looking up and I got so sick. Yeah. <laughs> I got motion sickness. Like I don't even get sick on roller coasters. And Cliffhanger made me sick. The only movies that ever made me feel sick in the theater from like motion sickness, there's two. It was Blair Witch and Oh yeah. Dancer in the Dark made me feel kind of nauseous. I never saw Dancer in the Dark. It's all like handheld cameras. So it's kind of like the same thing as Blair Witch. It's not like a big panoramic whatever or anything. It's just like a lot of like sort of unsteady camera action. Blair Witch is a lot in the dark, you know. That is true. I went to see that on a first date. Who goes to see Blair Witch on a first date? And the worst thing was I didn't know anything about it, but he told me, what did he tell me? He's like, oh, let's go to this theater or whatever, the, in the Angelica or whatever. And he's like, yeah, th- what do you want to see? What kind of movies do you like? And I'm like, just telling him like random movies I like. And he's like, oh, well, there's this documentary that I hear is pretty good. Maybe we should go see that. And I was like, oh, okay. So he promised it as a documentary. Classy guy, classy guy. What the hell am I watching? And I was like, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. He totally pulled it on you. <laughs> you know, I think the worst part is he didn't know and he seemed really like oh. embarrassed. Oh, like, he, so he didn't tell you that on purpose. He just no, no, he, told you it was full by the propaganda like point. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, he was a very, very nice, sweet boy. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this. He doesn't have ears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, he does. Oh. I hope so. I hope you're not dating earless guys. Kelly. That's actually one of my things. Eye patches and earless guys. <laughs> Eye patches, no ears. Unfortunately, there's no such thing as an ear patch. Oh, lordy, if there was. Growl. <laughs> yes, I would... Is that sexy? That's the most opposite of sexy. It's like a fat lady looking at like a chocolate Empire State Building. It's like a fat lady looking at a chocolate Empire. Thank you, Annie. I think we can end the show right now because I don't think we're going to top that. Okay, we can cut that. No, I actually like that. Oh man, Empire State Building is killing me right now. It's what? uh <laughs> It is. It actually landed on my head spike first and ran me through. Damn it. I hate inanimate objects that are bitchy. <laughs> um no, it uh, just it's it's tourist season. It's getting to be at least yeah. getting me the summer. But this week in particular is really bad because it's everybody's spring break, so all the high school kids are out. Oh yeah. And that and there's the Macy's flower show, Ooh. which is like really hand- I walked by Macy's last week and there was just like there's like these big animatronic bugs in the window displays <laughs> that like buzz and like people are like Freaking Holy out. Holy shit, Jesse, look at that window. It's a bug. I'll have to stand here and shit, get up there, Cletus. Get, let me take your picture with my Kodak disposable camera. <laughs> Haven't you people ever been to Disneyland? Have you seen animatronic bugs before? Uh, but it's not the same. When they're in the Macy's window, it's better because in the Macy's window, there's animatronic bugs that are selling something. Those are animatronic bugs with purpose. 
Animatronic bugs with a career goal. Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I believe that the animatronic creatures in Disneyland are selling career something oriented? as well, yes. They're selling you happiness and joy. And yeah, they're selling you you're... happiness and magic and lots and lots of merchandise. That's true. Mm-hmm. Macy's is only selling merchandise. They never guaranteed happiness. No, oh, that's true. Well, maybe magic. A little bit of magic. Some, like a jick. So I think it's about time for song numero dos. Numero dos. And before we go to song numero dos, we should tell you his website. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Jason Webley's website is just simply www.jasonwebley.com. And Webley is W-E-B-L-E-Y. Yes. And uh, I, I feel the need to tell another another story about him because I am fascinated with Jason Webley. It's not just because he's a really unique performer that plays the accordion and the xylophone and the guitar. He uh, used to be a street performer. He started out in Seattle. And he actually got arrested and banned from street performing because he had this thing where he liked to lead parades. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd finish like, his accordion set and he'd be like, oh, we're going on a parade. And people would just follow him around as he marched around. And like, <laughs> you know, it was fine when there was a few people there. But I guess at one point he got such, he started getting such big crowds that it started to like cut off traffic you know he had the one point where he like led them through a fountain a public fountain so like everybody's walking and they walked down into the fountain and walked out and like everybody else did the same exact thing you see that was in seattle yeah i think i know what fountain that is do you well there's this big fountain in uh right by the space needle and the experience music project that's like a big does it start with the b or something? i don't know what it's called mm, but that that might be because i know it's it. like the big street performer place yeah and uh I he totally got arrested in the fountain <laughs> <laughs> and told he was never allowed to play there again and supposedly he thought it was the funniest thing ever that is pretty funny so that is that is pretty funny and he also does this ceremonial thing every year where he dies on halloween so <laughs> like during his concerts they basically carry him off in a coffin he pretends to die and they take him away <laughs> and i was awesome. like what <laughs> Uh, he's been accused of, like, basically starting a cult, people joke around. And he heard this and thought it was really funny, so he made up a fake cult, which is where the tomato comes in. So calls all of his followers tomato scouts. Bottom line, I'm, I'm gushing. Are you a tomato scout? I would like to be a tomato <laughs> scout. You're just a perspective. I would. I'm a perspective. Tomato like, rush E. I'm like a, a, a pepper scout right now. <laughs> I'm red and I'm kind of round, but I'm working my way there. I mean, I've never seen him or anything live, even though I hear it's very good. Mm-hmm. I do. That's what I've heard. But we should we should play the song because yes. I've been talking too much stuff about this boy. Chit chat, chit chat, chit chat, chit chat. But uh, this is Jason Webley's song called Map. P. 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 Why did I pronounce the P? Children did not bite an eye when made to watch their mothers die. They left the bodies by the sides of roads where only willows cry. Yes, even my own eyes would dry when somehow there I lost my bright ring, slipped free and fell beneath the Copious I bowed and went far underneath the firmament My heart strings broke, my voice was spent I kissed my lady's hand and sent my two weeks notice 
grew cold and softly said that I am not your lover. I'm the map you used to find her. I am not your lover. I'm just a map you used to find her. And like a mitten for a robot. Okay, this is not going to be exciting. I really shouldn't do this. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> we'll let you guys all know how it turns out. We Maybe will. We'll, we'll post a picture I will assemble it. it and I will... Uh, I was actually told by the guy that gave it to me that I should use it to fend off muggers. Oh, gone. Lord, are you tired? Have you mm. been getting enough sleep, Missy? No. 
You know, I hear that lack of sleep causes obesity. <laughs> Is that what causes obesity now? My boss told me that when I was late the other day. What a way to, like, scare someone into being on time. Be like, you know, Colleen, you overslept again, and now you're going to be obese. Like, that makes no sense. To me, it seems like if, like, sleeping too much would cause obesity. Well, or eating too much, obviously, would be, I mean, that in genetics would be yeah. the cause of obesity. It would be. So you would think the more time you spend awake, the more time you're spending burning calories. Yes. And I, I move a lot in place. Yeah. <laughs> you're a very energetic little person. I am. I am very little. I'm two foot three. Um, three feet small. But uh, my boss was like, oh, well, there's a certain chemical reaction that only comes in this special level of sleep that you can only get to after six hours of sleep. And once you carry a unicorn up a hill and sacrifice <laughs> the lord of the goat gods. And well, she was just saying, like, then if you don't sleep enough, you crave sugar more often. Hmm. Which, you know, might be true in my case. I'm yeah. such a sugar fiend. Um... And she looks longingly at the popcorn. <laughs> I'm like, caramel? <laughs> Cookies? Headphones? Did we mention people? We got more tri-flavored popcorn. Dude, we totally did. Yeah. We did. For for Easter. It's Easter bread. So that makes how many now? Three? Three? It's the third Three one. tubs. So if you want We're to, you can... We're fucking making out fat here. We Shit. can. We're going to both be obese and it's going to be awesome. That's our goal. I meant fat like pH fat. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant fat like lack of sleep. <laughs> like lack of sleep fat. You know what we need, we need to do? We need to play Ben's message. Oh, yeah. Uh, so our good friend uh, Ben from... Uh, ben. Ben is a dork.com. Also um, from Ice Cream Sandwich Radio and I Heart Snacks. But uh, he, he left cool us this, to the max. this phone. We're cool to the place that they hung out in uh, Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. The, the Max. That was called The Max? Yeah. I couldn't have told you that. I could tell you the Peach Pit was in 90210. I was going to say, uh, not to be confused with the Peach Pit, because mm-hmm. they were very different. The Max was pretty awesome. I mean, they were One was like late 80s, get, like, and the other was early 90s. Totally different world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's, play, let's play the message he left for us. Okay. Hey, Colleen and Annie. It's Ben. Um, just calling to say hi. And that there's a 10th planet they just discovered, and they're calling it Xena. I thought Annie would like that. Okay. I just want to let Ben know, I am so fucking excited that the 10th planet is named Xena. I want them to have another planet. They fucking planet. just passed Hercules' ass up. <laughs> They're like, I know that Xena's really just a spinoff of Hercules. But no. But we're naming the fucking planet after that shit, because that shit was funny. But are they going to get, like, the 11th planet, keep looking for it, so Xena can have her, what's the name of the girl? Gabrielle. Name? Gabrielle. <laughs> there needs to be an 11th planet, so she could have her Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. And it could be In Argo love. the horse and Joxer the bumbling but good-hearted friend. Oh, bumbling. Every mm. time anyone says that, I automatically imagine them in a bumblebee costume chasing people. <laughs> Ever since I was little, I was uh, like, bumbling. <laughs> <laughs> bumble, 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 bumble. So this is a, a pretty awesome New York story. <laughs> you ready for uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. I'm uh, all braced. I went squirrel hunting the other day. Ooh. I did. Um, I went, I, I with call your it. your Colt 45 and your shotgun? No, I went with my camera. And your cousin Bud, um, Bubba. Four pairs of chopsticks and a necktie. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I was going business squirrel hunting. That's what I was calling it. And basically it was, it, 
this goal was to get a picture of a squirrel wearing a necktie. Mm-hmm. So I had uh, my camera with like six chopsticks stuck off the end, all taped together and then taped to the camera and then sticking off the end and then one making a T, holding the necktie open mm-hmm. so I can get pictures of squirrels. So basically you held the, the tie in the foreground. Yes. And the squirrel in the background. In the background. And just like aimed it such that so it, it looks like, like the squirrel was wearing a bow tie. And uh, we were Not walking around. Oh, well, yeah, a necktie. A necktie. And we're walking around and this one guy... Like, most people were like, ha that's funny, and they kind of, like, caught on, and other people were like, what the hell are you doing, because I'm, like, holding this camera with this huge stick sticking <laughs> off of it in front of me. And this one guy, it was as if he, he was put in the park to direct people that were searching for squirrels with a necktie device, who's <laughs> like, you're gonna have to get some peanuts. And he said it, like, as if he was, like, the wise man who, like, spent his life... The prophet. Yeah, the prophet. Beware of... the Ides of March <laughs> and get some peanuts for the squirrels. Yes, you're never going to get the squirrels in the necktie if you don't get the peanuts from the... He actually said that. You're never going to get the squirrels in the necktie if you don't get the peanuts from the store on the corner. 99 cents. The, the squirrels love the 99 cents ones. <laughs> so uh, we were like, haha, yeah, crazy. And so we walked around the park, like, still trying to get the squirrels. And then he, like, showed up somewhere else. And I swear it was, like, one of those parts in the movie where, like, you know, the guy disappears and he shows up right behind them. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the magic guy. And he's like, peanuts! And that's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> it peanuts! Just, yeah, it was like the second time we turned around and he's standing on the other side of us. Peanuts! <laughs> and uh, we walked around the park more and then we finally went and we got peanuts. And you know what? It was successful with the peanuts. He knew what he was talking about. And as soon as we got the peanuts, we didn't see him again. So wow. I think he disappeared. He was the ghost of peanuts past. He was the ghost <laughs> of peanuts future Maybe. as well. Peanuts present? He was the ghost of peanuts. The ghost of peanuts present. Ghost of peanuts present. <laughs> Say that 12 times fast. Ghost of peanuts present. Ghost of peanuts present. Ghost of peanuts present. Every ghost time I hear somebody present. say that, the number gets higher. Say um, that three times fast. Say that five times fast. Say that ten times fast. Say that 12 times fast. I, I don't you don't know. know. I'm sorry. I haven't I haven't conferred. She's on to us, guys. It's <laughs> like Annie crazy with her tongue twisters. <laughs> Go! Say that for two years fast. Go! <laughs> Ooh, peanuts past. Peanuts. Okay. Present. There was one time, it's actually sort of similar to your creepy guy story, mm-hmm. where my roommate and I, back in college, had this friend of ours, sort of like a friend of a friend, really. Mm, We'd know her that well when she moved in. She was crashing, crashing on our couch for a while because she had recently moved to our city. And she seemed nice enough at first, but as time went on, like, the crazy came out. Ooh. And by the does. time she moved out, we were, like, totally creeped out by her because she <laughs> was doing weird shit and saying weird things and actually was committed to a, a psychiatric ward for a week. Ooh. Anyway, so then a few months went by after she went away again. My roommate and I were down in L.A. at this concert one time. We're waiting on the line to get into this concert. And, you know, this is... What concert was it? It was an Ani DeFranco concert. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so we were sitting in line at this concert, and we were, like, talking about her. And we're like, yeah, she was so crazy. Oh, my God. What if she all of a sudden she was going to, like, show up right behind us? What would we do? And then, like, fucking right then, she showed up behind us. was like, hey, guys, talking about me? And we're both like, oh. So she heard you? I don't think she heard us, but it was just, like, the timing was so perfect that we totally, like, shat little green apples. Like, we were, were, like, so scared. It was just, like, ever since then, like, if we talked about it, it didn't matter where we were. We could be on the moon, and we'd be like, so remember, what's her name? Wait, I gotta look around behind me first. (laughs) She's there. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think she's listening right now? It's possible. Should we talk softer so she can't find us? Good idea. 
Okay. Keep it the super secret layer just for that reason. Okay, that's true. We need to, we need to, you know what we need to do? We got a phone number. So, uh, as you guys know, uh, we got a phone number, which is 775-416-5492. Uh-huh. Also known as 775-416-5492. Damn straight. Call our 775, leave us a message, and also we should, we should get a, a P.O. box. So we should. So people, people can send us more popcorn, because we're going to run they out again. They can send us P.O.s into our box. They could. I don't know if you could fit popcorn into a P.O. Prisoners box. of war? <laughs> you know, is that what you want in your... What? <laughs> you said P.O.s in your box, and I said, you want a prisoner of war where? Well, P.O.W.s, that's yeah. different. <laughs> what? Colleen's chewing popcorn. Caramel popcorn, because she's an obese <laughs> calorie or sugar fiend who doesn't but, get enough um... sleep. <laughs> that I need to try one day. I want to get to the point in my career like that. I am a manager, so I could say that to someone one day. I'd be like, "You're five minutes late. Sorry, but you're gonna be obese when you get older." <laughs> like, as if it's like I have the power to be like, "You're five minutes late. I'm sorry. You're gonna wind up being an amputee by 43." <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> like, have a heart attack like, at 87. Your lack of sleep. Well, obviously, the earthquake's gonna hit San Francisco. <laughs> All right, kids, I think it's time for us to wrap up this exciting show of ours. I think it is time to wrap up this exciting show of ours, but I'd like to thank Mr. Jason Webley. Thank who, you, Jason Webley. Who needs to come to New York and play a show here. Like whoa. Like whoa. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> that was my closing song. This is uh, Colleen A. Venable saying, my favorite is the caramel in um, Tri-Favorite Popcorn, though I don't feel too too, too badly about the orange. Orange flavor. It's not cheese, it's orange. <laughs> Meat orange flavored. This is Annie Sanders saying, I like the butter, and I don't care for the caramel. <gasps> and I, I also enjoy the cheese flavor. So if you're going to buy us Tri-Flavored Popcorn, mm. get a quarter butter, mm-hmm. a quarter caramel, and mm-hmm. half cheese. If yes, possible. and that would be amazing. And you know what you shouldn't do either? You shouldn't take caramel pieces and put them in the butter. Like because that. it makes Annie crazy. Stop! Really Stop! <laughs> There's always caramel pieces in the butter. Why? It's never the other know. way around. I'm never sure. <laughs> right. Anyway. Well, good night, everyone. Good night. So sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be back for more of the Fluff Radio Review. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was Annie on the cheek. Drums and Colleen on, on the pit. On the pit. Raise my arm and smack your pit. <laughs> <laughs>